That's a whole ass produce. Look, if you're gonna be a good loop maker out here, rule number one. Let's say like you're an engineer, right? You moved to Atlanta, you got your intern at a studio, and you got them a rapper talking crazy to you. How do you address the situation? What's that nigga? You got me fucked up. <laughs> what you mean this ain't it? What you mean this ain't hot? Y'all niggas finna have a nigga watch this. They finna be stuck like, damn, bro. Let me got delete my Instagram, bro. I'm done with this shit, man. The thing about it is, that what people hate. Stop doing that whole loop shit. Welcome back to another podcast. We got Matt Tazic in the building. What do you do, man? Got TB. Gang. JB, let's get it. In prison, man. Prison. Let's get the intros out of the way, though. We got Matt Tazic on um, Produce Young Thug, Rallo Rodriguez, OMB PZ, CEO Trill, Lil Baby. What about the Lil Baby songs? Like, what's all the Lil Baby songs you engineered, the big ones? Songs engineered, proud of the whole, the whole voice of the heroes, the whole My Turn, the whole My Turn Deluxe. <laughs> Shoot, every album, every album up to uh except for his first mixtape. That's probably it. So are you like recording? Are you are you mixing? Are you doing both? Or? I'm actually doing like whatever whatever is needed to get done for real. Like if it's if it's recording that need to get done, I'm there to get the recording done. If it's there for me to get down get the mix mixing and mastering done, I'm there to get that done. I mean, I just don't try to get down like try to put myself in one particular box when it comes down to it. When when work need to get done, sometimes at the end of the day, like it probably be somebody that can't like they can't even step up to the plate. It gets to the point, shoot, I probably don't know what their job is, but shoot, I'm gonna step up to the plate at least to be able to get it done. So that's really what I've been on lately for real. So let's start from like let's start back. So if you don't know, we already did an interview with Matt Taz like two years ago. You got a whole bunch out since then. So let's start from Lil Baby pushed up on you the first time at Live House. What was that vibe like? Like, what's the first impression for an engineer? First thing first, I didn't even think I was going to be able to see Holmes again after uh, after uh, after meeting Holmes at the underground and everything. So, like, uh, by the time Holmes got down, put the, uh, he pushed up uh, to Live House. Really got down, Live House hit me because, like I said, I was, a, um, I was an engineer over there at Live House. So um, they hit me up one day telling me that uh, they had a uh, they had a session that was coming through. Really, they said it was uh, it was like it was one of them like important sessions. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna be up there an hour early. Next thing happened, got down, didn't know who was gonna pull up to the studio. Nothing got down. By the time they pulled into the door, realizing with baby, I'm like damn, what up, Mike? <laughs> but ever since then, got down. Like I said, it's just been nothing but work. So what's like? What's like do's and don'ts for like engineers on first impression? Like what's some shit they be fucking up in? Um, they tend to trying to get to know everything what the or what or what's going on or like what's the situation instead of just paying attention to what's your job and what you're supposed to do. Like yo, like when I um mostly with anybody it doesn't matter. Like when we came down with recording Thug, came down recording Gunna or anybody, like. I literally like make sure that the job get done first before anything. Just you know, like just make sure that you know I be able to just engineer the whole session through. If it just come down to the day, like like if they end up talking to me and everything else, you know, I communicate and everything. But other than that, I'm just there to get the job done. I know we were talking about before the interview started. He was like, man, you see a lot of engineers start fucking with the two track a whole bunch of times when it's like, nah, I don't start fucking with the two track yet. I don't really think it's a. I don't think it's really a problem with it. Like I feel like. When it comes out to like, when you record on two tracks, you really, it's really just kind of like getting the basic foundation before you actually get the full mix. You know what I mean? Like, um, half of the time, half of the time, like, 
I know when it come down to uh, mixing, we pro it's probably going to be a problem. Like, say, for instance, like, say, for instance, we go back to the producer and everything else and try to get the track out, and we probably can't get the track out. Normally, now, normally half the time, they probably be on something where it's like, well, we're going to have to either replace the beat with something else or we're just going to have to take it off the song. But at the end of the day, shoot, we still going to make, you can still make a way with the two-track version and still try to, like, mix, mix two-track beat before you even, you know, try to get the full track out and everything. But I mean, like, I mean, like, produce, like, engineers, like, they'll get the beat, like, the artist recording to the beat and they might add, like, a little tape stop on it or do, like, cuts in the beat that the artist might not be fucking with yet, you know what I'm saying? Oh, then you just doing too much. <laughs> you just doing too much. I ain't gonna lie to you, like, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I had a time, I really had a, I really had a, 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 a time where I literally, like, just putting breaks on beats, but this was before I actually started, like, working with the bigger artists. For anything like yo, like I had, I just full, 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 full control. You know what I mean? I was just putting anything that on that that's gonna make that shit sound right. But by the time I got working with like perfect, I ain't gonna lie to you. I I started doing it. Uh, I remember the first time I did it for Baby. <laughs> I did that shit. I did that shit. Oh, I did. I did it one time for Baby Man. He was like, "What was that?" <laughs> I was like, "I had to. I had to." I was like. Oh shit, he probably didn't want that deal. So I just said, man, let me go ahead and just stretch it back out to what it used to be. But other than that, they just got they just kind of just let me know, like, but over the time, over the time as I started working with as I was like continuing to work with baby, like, it got to the point like we have to involve the sound a little bit. So it got to the point I started trying different things when it comes down to the music so that it could it could kind of like you can fit. You can kind of get the feel of the evolution and the evolution involved with you know all that with all the music that we've been working on. But you gotta like develop the trust first, type of shit. Yeah, you got to. You got to. You got to develop that first, because <laughs> because it's like it's just like if it ain't gonna, if they like it just it just really it just really needed for it's really needed. You have to have that trust. You gotta have that trust with that artist because it's like it, it's gonna be times where it's gonna be times where you know the show is something that something is missing on that beat. And the only person that probably know is you. So they gonna goddamn throw the ball to you at the end of the day, you're gonna have to take that shot. It probably was um, a bigger picture. Um, before we actually had, uh, before, um, you know, like, even though that baby had went on the head and like, you know, had did the lyrics and everything on it. Before we, we didn't even know like what was missing on it for real. I I just had the vision when it came down to the uh with the whole um we had a vision when it came down with the whole like with the with um with all the um the activities and the riots that was going on at the time that it it was definitely was needed so it's like I don't think that I didn't think that you know that that would be something that he would like to have on the track but once I actually added it on there dude it it made the track even way better than what it was. So like, let's go back to like, cause this is producer grind. It's like, what? How has like engineering like contributed to like your production career? If you get what I'm saying, a big help, a big help because like, um, it be, um, a lot of people don't know like, like at the end of the day, like, even though like producers are very important, but in the engine, uh, engine, the engineer is like very important too. Like it really got down. Like I feel like. When it come down to like the actual chain in the studio, it'd be more like 
the artists, even though that okay, the artist definitely gonna be at the tip the top of the chain. In the middle, you definitely have like you have your you have your producers, beat makers, but then at the very, very bottom, that's actually just holding the foundation and putting everything together is the engineer. Because at the end of the day, it's like, you can't really do anything without him without him. Everything ain't gonna be able to sound right without that engineer. Anything ain't gonna get recorded without that engineer. So it's like once uh once I had started, once I had started learning how to engineer, and then I um I took my talents and like I had moved up here to Atlanta. I I started as a producer and actually just work just actually work as a uh as you know just sending beats out and everything else. But then um I had a um one of my partners uh that I met from the beat battle, a girl by the name of Jeremiah. Uh Jeremiah had uh had brought me to his studio that he had over there in Decatur at the time. And um at this time he didn't know. He didn't even know that I was engine. He, I was an engineer. I came to him. I came to his studio. Got the the mate the the mate beats for uh for a songwriter, and then out of nowhere, when they did say uh even though that he was the engineer, he didn't want to engineer, but he was like, shoot, who can't engineer? So I actually had stepped up to the plate and actually just showed I know how to engineer. So from there on out, he he kind he had gave me some ropes when it came down to like you know how can how can like how when it comes down to my beats, how I could actually co uh cooperate with my engine I mean with my engineer. Really? Well, or just, you know, either or at the end of the day. But it's like, you're gonna have to get to the point just as a producer. I feel like it's gonna get to a point as a producer, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to step you're gonna have to step up to the plate and actually want to take up and and just like take another initiative action or just, you know, just do something or like be do something else than just just make beats. You know, like be a DJ or something, or just get to the point of learning how to engineer. You know, I mean, you just you just don't want to get to the point where you just want to just you don't want to just stick yourself in one box. No, I feel you on that because you were originally from Alabama. So let's talk about like, because it's not like it's too many like big artists or like a big music scene in Alabama. So is it like still effective to move out to a city like Atlanta, LA, and try to get some engineer work done? I am not. I'm not gonna lie. The way how it is now, it got to the point where Alabama has a limelight already there in the in everything like already in the state itself because it's like you you have you have like you have you have your um you have your top artists from mobile you got your top artists from birmingham you got your top artists from from shoot huntsville montgomery goddamn shoot the <laughs> yeah it's like it just it just it's like when it come down when it come down to just like the work they think and everything for, I guess for like an Alabama artists and everything, it's more like we never had nothing for real. You know what I mean? We never, it never, it, it never was a time that Alabama had like a real streak in limelight or just to the point where like, okay, Alabama is a guy, it's a state. They got, you know, they got the heat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We ain't never really had like a sound in the industry. So I think it is kind of beneficial for us to still like branch out because at the end of the day, as long as you don't forget where you come from, like us, you feel me? Um, you'll be exposed to more shit. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got a lot of studios in Alabama like that. Like a lot of times it be we we like it normally be like abandoned buildings and stuff and we just yeah, we make made it, the we best, out, the best out of that shit. Like, you know what I mean? That, that's what we known for. That's why you still see me with the Bluetooth speaker, because we made the best out of all our shit. Like regardless, nigga got a whole 
So yeah, it still benefits because we ain't got really we ain't really got many outlets when it come to like exposure for the shit. So we gotta work like ten times harder, regardless of what part of Alabama you from. So that's why when a nigga do make it, it's like, shit, it's possible niggas be hope for a lot of niggas because we hope right now, like, we doing everything niggas said you can't do where we from. That's why we go 10 times harder every time we do some shit. So, yeah, it's benefits. Don't be scared to leave that bitch because then you'll be conditioned to thinking that you got to please everybody there instead of going to get the love by stepping outside your comfort zone, which is stepping away from home. I feel like I feel like me per I feel I'm just to tap back on like what President said. I feel like me personally, I feel like it's a it's is 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 better to actually you know to branch off because like to be honest, <laughs> and this is just and this is just and this is just real state facts here. When it come down to you having like actual city support from your actual city, I feel like you don't really get you don't really get that support for real unless you actually put in the work like you actually go ahead and start start like saying like you're gonna put on your shoes you're not gonna step you ain't gonna step outside in your city you're gonna step outside in another state you're gonna step outside in another city you're gonna try to network with the people in a different city and actually get you and actually start a fan base over there like it ain't nothing wrong with actually starting a fan base in your own city but the thing about it is it's like it, it you get to the point where it's like you, you it's, it's certain people that's going to either they're going to love what you're doing but they're gonna hate what you're doing, also. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's like it's it's just like that. It's like that today. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm telling you like it is when it comes down to me personally. I ain't gonna hate on you. At the end of the day, I rather want to just be able. I rather want to just like see. I want to see you win regardless of anything because at the end of the day, bro, we on we on the same team. Like, bro, it doesn't matter, goddamn, what you do. It doesn't matter, like you know, like what you do. It doesn't matter like, if you if you a if you a club owner or anything like that, bro. At the end of the day, bro, you have to get the simple fact is that, bro, you're on the same team. Like mostly, like mostly half the time when it come down to like artists that I mean, like artists from Alabama and everything else, they tap they tapped in with me and Presley. They tapped in with Forty Eight Hertz, and we ain't we and we don't be doing nothing but be able to just get back with them and tap in. We want to get to the point that we want to like we like we got to, we got to get to the point where Al, like Alabama is going to Alabama's on the rise. It's going to get to the point where like everybody going to know what Alabama is. Alabama is just it's, it's more than just football. <laughs> For real, I'm telling you. It's more than just football in Alabama, man. Let me ask you about Alabama though like with y'all sound, y'all really got a lot of guitars and melodies and shit like that. What is that inspired by? You feel me? Got a little boot in my big truck. I'ma open up the doors and turn it up. I'ma stomp my foot in the Georgia mud. Really, Alabama mud. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just really, it's just very, it's just very country and gutter. I feel like they're just like, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> it's just really overall, when it comes down to Alabama, Alabama really love like, like, they probably, they love the guitar so, but they really love that trunk. If that trunk shaking, that bit, hey, that what Alabama love for real. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's what I was raised up on. I was raised up on, man. When I wake up in the morning, the trunk was shaking to wake me up in the morning. Her somebody was running down, was roaming down the street. Got down, got they, got they, got they eight away on that bitch. Got them on a hundred and ten. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, just to just to like kind of touch on that shit. I came up, you feel me, cutless regals. Impalas, you feel me, 400 spokes, Danes, bald eagles, peanut butter top, you know what I'm saying? Roadrunners with the long nose. <laughs> Them too. 
Yeah, you feel me? What's up? You know what I'm saying? The tweeters, the the 612s, like we come from that. That's that ratchet shit that I be talking about. Like, and ratchet ain't always bad, bro. It's like embracing where you come from. So where we where we from in Birmingham and Mobile and shit, we are responsible. I don't know if y'all remember DGB talking about that country trap tunes. It's country like a rap tunes. country rap tunes, country trap tunes. We part of that. That's like Alabama, Mississippi, the parts of Texas, you know what I'm saying? Arkansas, Oklahoma, shit like that. We we a big part of Tennessee. So you gotta think. Everybody everybody I'm, I was born in 92. So niggas under me and niggas my age, we came up to UGK, Pimp C, Skullduggery, you feel me? C murder, all this shit, Scarface, ghetto boy, and shit like that. Then go back to Stuff like goddamn, like you know what I'm saying? Mr. Big, C now. Oh, yeah. Come on, man, man. Mr. Big, C now, Rich Boy. So, when you when you, when you think about all these artists we just named, think about their beats and like Pimp C, shit. Everybody from the South love Pimp C, bro, especially where we from. Everybody came up on the Pimp. So, you gotta think Pimp C was making his own beats and all this shit was sampled from Parliament, Boosted Collins. TV shows, corrupt his execution, guitars and shit. So when we hearing that shit with them 808s, we like, oh hell yeah, that's so sweet though. Yeah. yeah. That that country trout shit oh, yeah. for sure. So like, yeah. what, uh, like what Webber said, man, I got six twelves, you can hear my shit. I'm telling you, man. We finna get, we finna get President Mike real quick. I, I would have thought goddamn y'all would have gave, I would I would have thought y'all would have gave him one from the get-go. I ain't no straight All right, uh, we're gonna take a uh, a quick commercial break real quick. We're gonna um we got some uh we got some commercials ads that's about to pop up in a minute, so y'all got them stay tuned. I hope y'all take initiative action on them ads also. This is sponsored by you know what the fuck going on too. If you don't know what the fuck going on, you need to find out what the fuck going on. You can't find out what the fuck going on, you need to ask your neighbor, ask your mama, ask your daddy, ask your You owe me a soda, motherfucker. Man, you ain't even touch red and knock on wood. Touch red. Did you touch red? I'll give you the soda. But guess who touched red and knock on wood? President, when did you move to Atlanta? I moved to Atlanta August 11, 2018. I'll never forget that because my birthday, August 15. So, yeah. That was the best day ever. So, like, what's your situation like when you moved to Atlanta? You ain't got to get personal, but like. Oh, fuck that. Them nah, niggas need to hear this nah, shit. Nah, this, this is some <laughs> real shit that happened, for real. So, um, I was in a tornado March the 20th. No, yeah, March 20th, 2018. I was in Jacksonville State. I was going to school. I was still making beats, doing my little, you know, one, two. Um, we got hit by a tornado the first day of spring break. So, it got to the point where I had decision shit. Try to go and finish school which it was my senior year, but I was paying out of pocket. Been to school, or go do what the fuck you want to do, which I should have did about four or five years ago. But everybody got an ego. Everybody got fear. Shit happened. Shit, got hit by a tornado. Had to keep going back and forth home for an hour every day. Had to drive an hour back and forth to the crib because I ain't had no water. My water got fucked up in my apartment. Um. Shit, I made my mind up come July. It was me and Jay Rich, because Jay Rich was down there with me. That's why I met Jay Rich. Jay Rich had already made his mind up. I ain't going back to Mississippi. Fuck that. I'm finna go to Atlanta. Like, for sure, little bro, I'm just going to meet you there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I went back home July to my grandma's house in Birmingham. 
and I was on the floor. And at the time, um, it was my mama, my sister, and my grandma. I'm the only man in the house, but I'm on the floor. And that right there was like, fuck that. I woke up one day and I was like, I ain't finna do this. I'm finna go and go do what I need to do. So I lived, I did, I left. I ended up getting a job, this call center up here, some shit like that. Um, my first call center, I just know about computers. I don't know about talking on no phones and shit, but I did it though, you know. Um, yeah, I got up here like four days for my birthday because the job I had applied for back in July, they were supposed to call me like two weeks later, but they never called. So I just detached myself from the shit. And then I looked at my situation like, I ain't finna work at Birmingham, bro. These folks, I already think I got more than what I already got because of what I'm doing. So it's still hating on me. But it's cool, though, because they hate you so much, they love you. You just got to know how to deal with it. You feel me? So I left. I called this nigga. I called my cousin. I can I hit that motherfucking couch or the room, you feel me, for a few months. I got a job, you know what I'm saying? I do. And the rest was just history. I came up here with this nigga. That rich was already here. And we been keeping this shit rolling ever since. So I, I just got to that to that boiling point one day and I just said, fuck that shit, bro. And one day you, you gonna get up and you gonna be tired of all the shit that you was tired of. And you're going to be like, fuck this shit. I'm finna do this shit. I don't care who say yeah, who say no, who approve, who don't. I know what I'm trying to do. And I've been on that ever since. So now I'm here with y'all niggas getting to tell y'all this shit and open up and tell y'all some shit that I ain't never got to really talk about before. You feel like producers be like, I'm going to keep this shit sweet. Like I ain't going to go outside my comfort zone. You feel me? I'm going to just... I feel like a lot of producers sitting at home, like I got a hard job full of beats. Somebody just going to think about me and be like, oh, this nigga got beats. Let me hit him up. Hell yeah. Man, niggas, man, listen, bro. Niggas be so far in their ego, bro, to the point where they'll doubt themselves and not even realize they doubt themselves. I don't want to send this nigga no beats because he ain't going to get on my shit. I don't want to, these niggas ain't going to be on this type. Man, fuck that. Pussy nigga, you better send that shit, man. What? Them hoes ain't going to sit on the computer. Like, you, what? Ain't nobody finna give you shit, bro. Get off your ass and try it, bro. You ain't gonna know unless you try this shit, bro. Since we on that subject, like you just said, nobody gonna give you shit, bro. Let's let's go back to Matt, bro. Everybody know you're little baby main engineer. Like at the end of the day, you just gonna keep it a thousand. Like everybody know, like okay, Matt the meal ticket right now. So like, how how is you like? What's the best genuine way to approach you? Like how do you like look at your DMs and be like, this nigga, this nigga ain't on shit, man. He just want a placement. Like like talk about it. It be hard. Okay, so. When it come down to times when I know for sure I need beats, I'm not even going to lie to you. It's like, I already know what was going to happen for anything. Because it was at one point in time before I even took initiative action to, 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 to receive beats and everything else, it was already beats being sent out to everybody, you know, in the whole world and everything else. But still, at the end of the day, they didn't know who I was. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I was hoping for the best. They did not know who I was. I was just cool off, you know, just being in the background, just doing, you know, just doing the engineer. Because nobody did not know I was the engineer. People just knew me as the producer. That was it. So, like, when it got to the point when I'm like, I need, like, I know for sure I, I'm, a, I'm definitely going to need beats. I'm definitely going to have to reach out to other producers and everything. 
I literally had to take the initiative action knowing goddamn that it's going to be a lot of producers that's going to send the beat. So it's like the method I have to do is I have to take, I have to take my time and literally have to go through every beat, every email. I made four different emails. Not one, not two, four. Over time, I even add more to it. Sometimes, like, I'll do, like, I'll be, like, it got to a point that I started making it a game, but I don't want to make it a game. It's more like, it's more, it's not more like a game. It's more like, you know, like, Willow Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. You goddamn go, you go, you, you, you goddamn opening up the goddamn the Willow Wonka thing and you see the golden ticket. Normally, half the time, I'll goddamn just throw up another email tick, uh, another email, like, if I'm doing something else, like, I probably, like, on Twitch or somewhat, and I throw up a, and I throw up another email, a whole new email that I could go through beats and check them bitches out. But I'm gonna tell you like it is. Normally half the time, it's hard because at the end of the day, we don't know what the next wave is. We're trying different shit every day. But the thing about it is, what 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 be my problem is, is People not being patient. I know for sure at the end of the day, like, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and got them, you, you know, you sent the beats and everything else. Bruh, I'm going to be honest with you, bruh. Do you know how long it took me to even get one baby song placement? How long it take? Nigga, I've been doing music since fourth grade. That long. That ass. And still, and still, to, the, and still to the day, even though, like I said, from that placement, I'm still being patient to working on my next placement with baby. I ain't got a goddamn, I ain't got to, you know, I ain't got a goddamn, like, you know, keep on, like, I ain't got like a ripple effect, you know, when it comes down to the production. But just at the end of the day, I just know for sure what my role is and everything, you know what I mean? So, like, producers at the end of the day, first thing first, you just got to know one thing. I'm only one human person. I'm the only person that's going through all of these emails. I'm the only person that's going to be checking it out and see if it's good or if it's not. I'm the only person that's going to go ahead and goddamn press that, press the download button and go ahead and send it off for second round. For people that don't know what that means, as in that day, I'm passing it to homes, but at the end of the day, I do not know if, you know, if it's a go or not. But the thing about it is that what people hate. People hate to people hate to know goddamn if it's a if it if it if if like I think when it comes down to it, just like as in being a producer, like denial is something that people hate to, that, that people hate. You know what I mean? Like, you ever get to the point, goddamn, like, you know, like, it's been, it's been like, bro, I'm a perfect example. It was a time that I had Presley in the studio. Presley played beats. Presley played beats for probably about a good 20, 30 minutes. And probably not even gotta get one place. But at the end of the day, we just know at the end of, we just know at the end of the day, okay, if that's not the sound he's looking for, okay, we're finna go back and lay out, work on some old shit, and we're gonna come back on it again. A lot of times a lot of people don't do that. They get to the point, goddamn, what you mean? What you mean this ain't it? What you mean this ain't hot? It ain't hot. That's all we trying to tell you, shoot. This not what we're working on. This not the wave that we own. Shoot, I'm probably bro, like, bro. How many times I could tell somebody, bro, 
it, that we're working on something new. We're not working on the same thing that we're working on. And I hear the same thing over and over again. The same chord progression. The same, the same. <laughs> like, God damn, bro. Like, yo, like, it get to the like, it, it, like I get like I get to the point I scratch my head. But then I have to realize, like, I have to realize and I have to sit back and think, like, bro, you don't really got to put the pressure. I I, I realize that I, I I can't put the pressure on me like that. Like, I realize I can't really like I could be able to guide the horses to the ocean, but the thing about it is I can't let them drink it. Mm. That's how I feel. Like. I feel like, bro, I got it every I got it every horses, every producer horses in the ocean to let them know what you have to do. But at the end of the day, they don't want to drink it. It's probably a few that'll drink it. Because at the end of the day, they listen. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, like, overall, when you just come down to it, just be patient. When it e emails get full every day. I got to go through the bitches every day. I got to delete, delete, delete the emails every day and had to go back to them. And guess what? It'd be more already there before anything. So it's like, you got to remember one, it's only, this is, the, it's, it's, yes, it's the big artist, but it's more bigger artists out here that you could still be able to send, you could be able to send it. Like, bro, you could pass the shit to anybody. Anybody. Bro, I promise, bro, at the end of the day, bro, I'm, prom I'm telling you like it is, bro. It'd be, it be plenty of beats I played for another artist, and guess what? I passed the to another artist, and, I, and they still, and they took the shot. And I'm happy with that than anything. So you just have to be, you, I'd if anything, just be happy with, just like, don't try to go ahead and go after the big fish if you know for sure that it's going to take a lot just for you. It's going to take a lot just for you to get to that big fish. When there's like, there's little small fishes in the ocean that you could go ahead and just actually feed them. At least they're going to be, at least they're going to enjoy it. At least they know that you putting food out there. Shit, at least they know that you put it, that you sending them beats. And they're going to use it. But at the end of the day, just like, when it comes down to this game right here, you have to be patient. The patience, patience is a key. A lot of people do not know nothing about being patient. A lot of people want to rush things. When you rush things, guess what? You go all, you be all balanced. You forget the fuck you, you were doing and everything, everything. It don't last long. It get to the point that it come temporarily. Like you have to really have to get to the point. You just have to be patient. Just wait it. Just you have to wait your turn. I waited my turn for too long, so it's just like shit. It be this. It got to be the same for y'all too. Mm -hmm. All I want to say is, um, bro, don't take that shit personal, bro. Cause these niggas don't know you, bro. They don't, they don't know you, bro. These niggas not entitled to do shit for you, bro. They don't know you, so off the rip, it's gonna be hard if you ain't built no genuine relationship with these folks, cause you don't know them. So if you don't know them, then you can't approach somebody like you already know them. Matt, what's I ain't never met you in my life, Matt. I'm finna send you some loops, bro. Here, I got some fire shit. Well, I promise you, I was like, scene. No, no, not scene. I'm not an artist. Listen to me. Scene. I'm leaving that message oh, on scene. Oh, scene. Yeah, scene. <laughs> oh, I don't... I, I, I listen, bro. I don't know you, bro. Nobody knows you, and that's okay. But that's why it's important to build genuine relationships with people because... All right, put it like this. If, if you approach me a certain way and I respond to you based on how I assume that you approach me and it goes there... You're going to look at me like the bad guy. Oh, that's a fuck, nigga. He, that pussy ass nigga. Lame as hell. 
But if I don't respond to you, I guess he don't fuck with me. So then it's like, well, damn, bro. How do you know that? So me, I just look at it like this, bro. Don't take it personal, bro, and get your ego out of this shit, bro. Like, understand that your character matters so much in this shit because first impression is everything. Like, loot makers, all that shit. That shit is everything, bro. Because nobody's entitled to work with you because you think you fat. It's a million niggas, trillions of niggas in the world, bro. I wouldn't even, I'm going to be honest, bro. Me and Trail wouldn't even had a relationship that we got if we didn't have a genuine relationship that we built. For me to be able to be like, hey, Matt, come put some beats over here with this nigga. Hey, Luna, pull up to the studio, goddamn, I got Trail over here. Like, that's the importance of having genuine relationships so you can put these pieces together because once you understand your purpose, you know it's bigger than you. That's all I got to say on that. Be honest, and, and this and this is how it is with K9 with me and Prez relationship. He, uh, when we first when, when me and Presley first started, I mean like we probably did one beat, and I promise that beat that beat was was I, right, but you know it, 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 it was like one of my right beats. But the thing about it is, after that beat, we literally just had like we literally be sitting on the phone and we literally just have little conversations. We don't, it don't even have to be talking about music. We just be talking. We just be just, you know, just have fun and stuff. But just off of that, that just build the connection even more for like, when it comes down to like the sounds that we put and put together in the studio. Boy, it's, un it's, it's amazing. It's something unexpected, goddamn, for real. So it's like, I, I mean, because it, it's just like, you, you, gotta, you gotta have a genuine relationship. I mean, it's just with anybody, like, bro, you, like, I feel like at the end of the day, just gen having a genuine relationship is gonna is it's a big it's a big role in into it for sure. Earlier, you was talking about like waiting on your placement with baby and shit like that. Can you explain to the producers at home like when you're sending your beats to an artist, you're not just like oh like you're waiting for that one play to come through. Like you're waiting for this one artist. I sent these beats to this artist two weeks ago, and I've been waiting on him to see if he's gonna drop on it. Like what's y'all's process after y'all send the beats to y'all like? All right, I sent them through. Let me go send some more. I ain't gonna worry about what I just did, cause you know what I'm saying. You don't even know if it's gonna fall through. People don't know that I'm. I'm like me and Pre we, me and President more tapped in with like the like the underground scene, like what what's coming up. You know what I mean? Like just really just just catching the people who actually you know who's on the rise, who's actually you know they working on that ground. You know what I mean? Like we could see, like we could see. We could see the receipts and see that now, like you say, you put in the you've been putting in the footwork. You we could see that you're hustling. Shit, we hustling too. We don't have no problem with doing any work with you. But what you but like when it comes down to produce when it comes down to producers though, like I mean, just like really just dwelling, just waiting on that one artist, like bro, as a note, you you doing it wrong. You doing it all wrong. Like what you like. You wait, like you waiting for him to got down to hit you back to give you a cookie or something. Niggas be putting their life yeah, on pause for that shit. Like, bro, like, yeah, like crazy. I keep getting all these DMs about that shit. Like, yo, bro, I sent this man, the artist, he wants to do this, man. He wants me to take 30%. Like, bro, nobody even knows him. You need to see that message. Just like you said, you need to see that bitch. I, I don't even be wanting to answer that shit sometimes, cause like, I know when I fuck with somebody, bro. When you hurting, bro, or when some when somebody doing some bullshit to you, I feel that shit, bro. So that shit make me mad too, bro. 
So I don't even be wanting to put that pressure on myself. If I don't know you, bro, I don't really be wanting to put that pressure on myself, but I don't be wanting to see you go out sad either, though. So something's going to, depending on the situation or how you approach me, I'm, nine times out of ten, I'm going to tell you, like, I ain't going to lie, gang, that one ain't it. I tell you. But if a nigga just like, bro, post this, or bro, nigga sent me this, what I need to do. Same. I don't know you, bro. I, bro, they have what's called consultation. Okay, call the lawyer. They have a cons. They have what's called consultation. Call the lawyer, so you can get consultation, or you can call somebody to give you free consultation with the entertainment lawyer, who's gonna break these terms down for you. So that's why I keep stressing, bro. Fuck just knowing how to make beats, bro. That's cool, bro. But what you gonna do, bro? You gonna work at the job and not have no standard operating procedures, bro? A nigga not gonna tell you what you supposed to know. So you gotta go get the information, bro. So you can't be mad once a nigga try to run the one on you because your way green. We in the world full of pimps and hoes, bro. You gonna be the pimp or you gonna be the hoe, bro? It's one of the two, bro. I'm just being 1,003, bro. I'm... Man, since we on the topic, man, we talking about DMs, we talking about all that, man. Prez, go ahead and talk about, hey, I know y'all working with, y'all collabing with producers all the time, so let's go ahead and talk about loops, man, loop makers. Go ahead and get into that. First of all, bro, I love y'all. I ain't got no problem with loop makers. I just want to put that out there, okay? <laughs> I love producer grind, bro, these my niggas, okay? I have no problem with them because y'all probably got that misconstrued, bro. I got a problem. Now... The problem I do have with loop makers, one, I do have a problem with their approach. I do have a problem with their approach because if you don't genuinely talk to nobody and you just sending shit to people, bro, and you automatically end up talking about, oh, yeah, all this 50-50, bro, and please contact me and send me the song back for you. I'm not finna use that whole bro. Scene! <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking scene! I ain't finna use that whole bro. I don't... I don't know you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I be feeling like, to a certain extent, that that's questioning my character, bro. Because who's to say I wasn't going to give you 50% in it? Bro, I did a loop with Foreign Gotham, bro. He's I've never met him before. He's way across the country. And that song got 4.6 million views, bro. We did Critical Condition with Jack Boy and Lucha. Niggas probably know who Foreign Gotham is, bro. I've never met that man in my life, bro. Never. But the way he approached me was good, bro. Can I send you some loops, bro? I work with Su Su Su. Can I get your email? Hell yeah, you can get my email, bro. Let me see what you got going on, bro. Because I like that approach, bro. That's genuine, bro. Versus, yo, what's good, bro? I got some little baby 4PF boot. Same, bro. I don't even want to see it. Because you see that I'm affiliated with him. So you done already put it in the air that you trying to get the baby. You ain't really trying to work with me. Working with me is going to help you get to baby. That real shit, though. You real yeah, shit. A, you feel me? Need BCC you in the email. Man, yeah, I'm a, bro. Man, I'm going to make my face. Hey, hey look. Boom. He said hit it on the head. I'm going to make more that face. The BCC. <laughs> oh, look. That's another thing. Hey, man, look. Don't feel, Don't tell me you sending us or sending me loots for me. But then I look at the BCC. It's 63 look. names on this hoe, bro. It's 63 names on here. Bro, that's who? a hoe! <laughs> that's a hoe ass producer! That's a no! That's a whole loop maker! That's right there! So who you trying to get to, bro? Well, like, you, you trying to get to everybody. Oh, yeah, you for everybody! <laughs> that's a hoe! For real, though, like, who you trying to get Do you fuck with me? Or, like, bro, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm not gonna call that name, bro. 
I just show why I do this shit. So I ain't asked these folks. I ain't saying I ain't never talked to these folks in my life, bro. But I can look at my busy email right now, bro. I spam. Auto wit drill. OPL loops. Man, I don't come on. I ain't asked bro. You, bro. you just had to throw the four PF in there, didn't you? So is the Nardo wit close to trail? Cause you see that I fuck with trail or something. Fuck like, that shit. That's some whole ass. That's some whole ass produce, man. Stop doing that whole loop shit. From this day forth, if I see that, I'm laying go, bro. Just stop being a whole ass looper. A looper. A whole ass looper. <laughs> That what the fuck you got caught in? Stop being a whole ass looper. You might need to say my <laughs> looper. A looper. <laughs> Don't be no whole ass looper, man. Bruh, please, bro. That's number one. If you're gonna look, if you're gonna be a good loop maker out here, look. If you're gonna be a good loop maker out here, rule number one. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna put you down. First thing first. Don't be a whole ass looper. Looper. Do not, I repeat, do not goddamn send me a goddamn email, then goddamn BCC 100 people on that bit. I'm, bro, I'm gonna respond back and probably say, whole ass looper. And everybody at BBC that goddamn gonna see it, goddamn. But other than that, you gotta get to the point where, like, as a, as a, uh, as a looper, you have to step outside <laughs> the box. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, that looper is gonna be a new fucking word, bro, or everything. But yeah, man, you're like, bro, like for real, you just gotta be you. I rather I respect I respect a, a loop maker who will be outside the box, and then instead of giving me something that's already here, I feel like a lot of producers be thinking though. I, I was talking to niggas about that yesterday, like, like baby will drop a project today. And then niggas would be like, all right, we finna start making what their project sound like. But whole time, them niggas been sending them songs for probably like a year or more. So they probably, when they drop that, they on a whole different wave. I don't think I'm producers think about you, this. It's already. For real. Like, bro, when it came out to the voice, like, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Before the voice, <laughs> before the voice of the heroes, bro, I'm telling you like it is. I was still getting goddamn so many beats, goddamn little baby. Look, you, people were sending me little baby loops for dirt. It's tough, bro. Damn, man. How the hell am I supposed to do that? <laughs> So like, by by the time like I'm not like I would say like I think when it came out to the whole I think when it came out to the whole man when it came out to that whole tape it was kind of like it was like a sudden moment type of thing for real for real, but but it was what kind of happened was uh it was a couple of songs that kind of had started that had both of them on it and once got there both of them kind of like kind of got the hang of you know they sound and everything else and like yo this kind of this gonna be this gonna go so like they just kept that bit going and kept it going and then from there on out that's kind of like how the voice of the heroes kind of like were made for real i'm, I'm gonna ask you something though like we ain't gotta get deep into that but i hope you ain't talking about no 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 another looper <laughs> something like that something like that but when it comes to producers and loopers you know what I'm saying? What the fuck is a like, looper, man? Like, <laughs> shit, a whole ass. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. They got, they got, loop, they got looper, man. So, shit. Well, we're going to say beat makers and loopers. So, for the beat makers and the loopers, like, there's a such thing as exclusivity. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's one thing I'm learning on my brand. When it comes to the BCCs, when it comes to you wanting to reach out to everybody, like, 
it kind of make your brand look bad, you know what I'm saying? When you kind of just want to be involved with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Instead of being involved with meaningful things. So like, y'all, you know what I'm saying? What y'all think about that? Like, I, I'm going I'm to put it like this. Look, you have to start, it's just like food. You start with your small portions and then you work on your big portions. You start with the motherfucking appetizer and you work on to the big course meal. Do not, I mean like, you uh, you always it's always it's it's better to start with small beginnings and be able to just be ha- be happy and appreciative of the people that you already working with and be able to and be able to build up from it. Like like it get like it gets to the it gets to the point it gets to the point where it's like okay like it ain't no problem it ain't no problem like I say with working with everybody but the question of the day is is everybody is willing to work with you. Is they gonna work with you, Jean? Like, is they gonna work with you, Jean? Is they gonna reach back out to you? Normally, half the time, normally half the time, if you're gonna like for real, I mean, like just just normally, if me personally, if I if I see, like I say, if I see that you're working with everybody, I'm definitely not gonna try to goddamn work with you. I mean, that's unless you know what I mean, unless. But if it's somebody who is genuinely just like just off the rip, like say for instance, like bro. Perfect example, Danny. Mm-hmm. Before anything, uh, before anything, before I even met Danny, Danny already got down, did his whole research on me and everything. Normally, at the end of the day, I'd be spooked when it come down to people doing their research on me. But for him to do his research on me and be able to know how to come correct to me, I had I got the utmost respect for Holmes. I didn't even know. I didn't even know where Holmes was from. I didn't even know Holmes was from Russellville, Alabama. That's the first thing that came out the rip. Right, he never said nothing about where he's from or nothing. It just off of the simple fact is like, bro, Holmes did his research on me. Holmes got down, came to me correctly. Like, yo, like I was out and about at a beat battle, and uh, at Twisted Beat Battle. Even though Holmes got, even though Holmes, I think he was was he one of the uh, one of uh, one of the uh, one of the contestants that night. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, he did. Yes, he did. At Twisted Battle? Yes, yeah. Okay. So, um, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't paying attention to his beats. He went hard because I was judging the battle. He was judging the battle, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I was probably was high and I was not paying attention. But the thing about it was when, um, kind of like after the beat battle and everything else, Holmes came up to me just, you know, just respectfully. Like, yo, man, hey, I want, hey, hey, I like you, how you, how, how you, uh, I like how you been doing and everything. Um, I wanted to, uh, he came out of blue that same night for a producer class. I really was like in the midst of, I had to go and record and everything else, but once I got done recording, shoot, I was shit. I told home, got down to pull up on me, and from there on out, it created, it created a relationship. It, it like the thing about it was, and, and, and the crazy thing about it, Danny, like. We had collab, but the thing about it is, we ain't, like we done plenty of collabs, but we ain't like we ain't really got done had anything placed at the moment. Until one day, I just said, I told Danny, I said, Danny, send me some beats. I told Danny, send me some beats for baby. And around the same time, like I know for sure, got down. Like I promise, I promise, I wasn't even paying attention to like what beats that was chosen and everything else, but. Around the time when I was going to New York, and Danny hit me back. Danny hit me back. Um, Danny hit me back with the uh, with the uh, with the Dirk story. 
with the Dirk story with the uh with uh okay playing in the background. I'm over here like, nigga, that is your. I'm like, no, like dead ass. I was literally like, I hope, I hope that is his beat. But it's probably not his beat too. So I had to goddamn go back to the hard drive and everything else, six, and had to find out the beat name and everything else. And I realized on some high shit, I gave this nigga a placement. And literally at the end of the day, only thing I could do was just be grateful because, shoot, he earned it. He earned it at the end of the day just off, just off, the, the, gen, off of the general relationship. But the thing about it was, like, Holmes been doing, like, Holmes was just sending me, just sending beats like it was nothing. Like, it been times where, like, I know for sure I didn't have no beats. And I hit him up, and Holmes was just there, one, one ring. Yo, what's up, bro? Hey, I need some beats. All right, bro, for the send him. And guess what? He, Holmes got down, got his gold now. So I can't be, I can't do nothing but be proud of him from here on out. Since we already talking about beats, you said that you was gonna fall back from engineering and hop back on the beats. Why is that? I put it like this: I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm kind of like falling back on uh when it come down to like recording. Yeah, cause like I don't have, I don't have, I don't be having no problem with recording, like you know, but it just, it just the simple fact is, it's certain stuff that I want to be able to, you know, be able to work on myself on. Like I want to work on like. Be, like I said, becoming a better producer for myself. You know what I mean? Uh, it gets to the point that I want to be able to just be able to enhance on my mixing and mastering skills. Even though at the end of the day, like, even though at the end of the day, like, it's all good and all, but I, I put a lot of time into recording. It don't really give me time to actually, like, to be able to work on everything else. So it's like, it got to the point now where I, I literally, I, I literally put my hands in, into some, into uh, certain engineers. And I let them kind of go ahead and, you know, branch off, do their thing, get the job done. And like I said, at the end of the day, they could be able to come back to me to be able to get anything mixed and mastered. So you're in a delegation mode right now. Yeah, yeah. So you're trying to learn more. You're going back to the... Yeah, I'm going to go back to the roots. Yeah, got to. Got to. I respect that heavy. So, like, going back, let's talk about this beat battle situation. Like, You know what the fuck going on. <laughs> yeah, no cap. So, basically, like, and I'm trying to think how to like put it. So, producer engineer that just moved to Atlanta. I know beat battles for shows a way to network, but like, what's other ways to like network in the city? Get it? Not not even like get in the rooms, but just place to find other people to build relationships with. When I first moved up here to Atlanta, beat battles was my go-to when it came down to uh, when it came down to networking with other artists and everything because it got to the point where like underground like independent artists was there and sometimes you probably got you could probably get like one or two good artists like big known artists they probably either be judging and everything else but um now it's it's kind of hard now because of the whole you know with the whole covid and everything else so it's like it, it really be hard to actually to actually get out and about and actually network so um that's why I got like lately with me and Twisted when we uh me Twisted and like a, and a, uh and a couple others who actually like said put put beat battles together. And that's kind of like um honorable C note too. Like you know like with the whole beat battles and everything we 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 really want to be able to bring back the actual culture, the actual the actual like what makes you what what like what what you what's going to make these people know that you're a producer. Normally, half the end of the day, 
these beat battles was definitely like the standpoint for all producers for just like either be able to network, get along, be able to, you know, get together, be able to work together, you know, stuff like that. Like at the end of the day, we all we all there to listen to new sounds and what's and what's next. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, perfect. Oh yeah. Uh, before anything, like I said, uh, shout out to UTB for goddamn for winning. Do you know what the fuck going on? Beat battle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like perfect. Like it's been it's been um when it came down to when I had put that beat battle together, bro. Like for real, like it's been it was been it's been a minute. It's been years since since any beat battles has been got that like has been like doing this thing in Atlanta. Only because at the end of the day, it's like I don't know. It probably got to the point where it's like. People trying to like, I don't know, I don't know like is if people kind of like more wanting to just kind of do it, I guess doing the easy way out and kind of just want to just sit behind and and just kind of like just send the beats off and everything else. But I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I take an, I take, I be respect, I I give more respect to the person who actually gonna be out and about. And actually got down, like, be out in the streets and actually, like, put in work. Like, yo, like, like, um, it was one producer who I, um, it was at, the, it was at one point in time I was at the underground, though. It was, like, way back. It was one dude yeah, them, that would be, that be on top of the underground. And he was, and he be, like, doing little videos with him drumming. Now, the thing about it is, I didn't know that he was a producer also, but he, he, he started out with, like, doing, like, the, the, the like, the drumming videos and stuff. Then from there, once I actually got down, just like over the time, actually he got the 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 bass that he wanted. He went on ahead and showed him who he really is, and then bam, beat maker. I'm like, damn, boy, I didn't even know that you was a beat maker the whole time, type of thing. So I was just like, shit, that's crazy. I I wouldn't ever expect, huh? The the uh, the dude that was doing the drums, he I didn't even know he was making beats. He was just he was just like you know like one of them people who was uh who were doing the drums. Behind the video that has that that be like whatever song that like it could be like um it could be like a little baby song or amigo yeah. song and then they actually like doing their little thing with the uh do their thing with the drums with the little stick tricks and stuff like that like Holmes was good at that and he just able to capitalize off it and and able to let people know that he's a producer now so it just got it just literally got to the point you got to get it by any means necessary for real that really really it is. You gotta get in. You gotta get in. You gotta get in there anyway. Goddamn, like just don't go up in there weird, or don't go up in there like a whole a whole looper. No cap. Hey, so they random, but I'll talk to my boy about this shit. So like, let's say like you're an engineer, right? You moved to Atlanta. You got to intern at a studio, and you got down a rapper talking crazy to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you address the situation? Feel me, like rapper, like you know, you know how you got a little situation. Like nigga might be like, hey, but turn me up. You fucking up the vibe, but goddamn, you you too you acting too slow. Like you know how rappers be sometimes. So like. What what is you doing in that moment, man? Okay, before, before you go, before you go, before you go there, bro. Before you go there, bro. I already know. Let me go. Cause we look, look. Hold <laughs> Boy, we did have this problem before. I remember New Year's. <laughs> New Year's, boy. This shit was crazy. This shit was funny though. At the same fucking time, but. Man, okay, so I'm gonna give you two different ways. I'm gonna give you my way. Press gonna give you his way. <laughs> Me, all right. The right way to do it is 
really just go ahead and like I said, first first thing first, go ahead and be able to fix your mistake and proceed along with the session. That's one. Two, if it gets to the point that, hey, they just really irritated and tired of you, then hey, just be respectful and up and leave the session. Overall, these are just things that you know they're just gonna that's gonna, you know, just gonna stop the violence. Just that just that what you're gonna do. Now, for the people that really just got something like, I ain't gonna lie to you, goddamn, you really just wanna stand on some shit. I ain't gonna lie to you, bruh. Half the time, bruh, you just gotta let them, you just gotta let them know, bruh. We're fucking human, man. Like for real, goddamn. Like, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, um, we had it, we had one, we had the problem New Year's. We had like uh I had a whole I had a whole New Year's party, goddamn for real. And just out of nowhere, goddamn, one one dude came up in there and they said, Everybody gotta get out, I got a session up in here. But <laughs> I look back and I'm like over here, like what the what? Like what? We got a session now? And it, it's five o'clock in the morning. So I was just like, damn. Okay, shoot. Money to be made. So we go ahead and get started and everything else. Now, Presley is like everybody that's in 48 Hertz. We play a role. We play a role when it comes down to anything. Everybody knows what their role is. Everybody plays. In this case, in this in this time, I was the engineer. I was the engineer, but you know we got we got producers. No, like, all of us are producers, but somebody had to go ahead and like you know have to plant the foundation, which is me engineering. Now, once we get to the point, as we in the midst of the as we in the midst of trying to put everything together rightly. And you come out the blue on some crazy shit. <laughs> Present. <laughs> Present. I ain't gonna lie to you. Pres I ain't gonna lie to you. Presley, goddamn. Pre I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Anybody that's in my corner right now, bro, Presley's the most realest person I know. I'm be honest with you. Reason why I say that, bro, because I'm not, because like, bro, it doesn't matter. Plenty, plenty of situations I probably had, I did, or I had to go through with artists. President one, President got them. Just, hey man, they just this ain't it. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna put you down. Holmes is gonna let you know right in there. This ain't it. Normally at the end of the day, I ain't. Normally at the end of the day, I'd be like, President be knowing, goddamn, I'd be hard for me to goddamn just be like, just put it down. But President knowing, goddamn, he's just a producer. He not, he not engineering the session. Shit. He'll let you know, goddamn, if I can't let you know. <laughs> Fuck them niggas. <laughs> I'm going to ask y'all something, though. Because I'm going to ask y'all if y'all had a situation where it's like, because I've had multiple situations. I'm not going to say no names. I'll say one name because he my boy for real. My boy uh, my boy Solo Lucci, you know what I'm saying? Me and my boy Sadie Hendrix didn't have some situations with other artists before. But my boy Solo Lucci, in particular, we have a good relationship. And when we when I first met him, we was at ABS Studios. We was recording. I was engineering. That's how I moved to some other song. You know what I'm saying? All I heard was, hey, man, what the hell you got going on, man? You need you need to get out the chair, nigga? I'll do it myself, nigga. You got me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's a, hey I'm put like, like this. It's only one artist. It's only one artist. I'm gonna put you down. It's only one artist. It's only one artist I have taken this from. And 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 I and everybody could agree with me on this. I mean, like, 
engineers could probably, if you have, if you probably have engineer homes, then you probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah. But I'm gonna be honest. You gonna whoop your ass, right? <laughs> But I will say, I will say this, but no, but I'm gonna put, but I'm gonna put you down, but I will say this. When it came down, when it came down to it, like I would say like my literally my first, first session with home, uh, with him, I literally, I literally like, it was like a certain process he have going. You have to be able to know that process or just know the procedure. If you don't, then it's like you it like I would have think goddamn like yo oh yeah cut fuck that nigga that nigga out of here man all y'all that sitting down and they doing that kick them out no cut dead ass <laughs> okay since okay so since since we goddamn go hell okay fine then all right when it came out with me recording like I literally like for real like I'm not gonna lie to you bro before I even recorded. I heard so many stories, so many stories, so many stories. But, but, hey, hey, I'm not gonna lie to you, boy. When it came out of Lie House, boy, that shit was real. <laughs> that shit was real, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, bro, when it came out to when it when when we heard when we heard that engineer was not gonna be here tonight, that we had to somebody had to take. Oh my god. <laughs> JB, you, you know. Yo, no. At this time, at this time, it was. It, it, at this time, we uh, it had we had the big three, me, Turbo, D Sims. We definitely, we definitely like boy on everything I love. I feel like we had to play rock paper scissors to see who was going to go in that table. <laughs> For real, boy. Like it be certain nice goddamn Turbo coming that bitch, and it don't be no problem. And I promise I'll be like okay. Feel like ain't gonna be no problem, but I be like in the midst of goddamn recording everybody else. Now when it came down to it, when I had to record them, I literally was just like, man, I ain't gonna lie, I was sweating bullets, cause I was just like, bro, I hope for the best, goddamn man, that I don't fuck up. But at the end of the day, I put it in existence, I was about to fuck up. So when it got to the point that I, I, I wasn't like, let's say for instance, I wasn't like, I wasn't fast paced. And it got to the point like Holmes was trying to goddamn figure, like, figure out what's going on. He trying to tell you, he was trying to tell me goddamn like where the pacing and everything else. I'm like over here like yeah, cause he next to you, he right next to you, bro. That nigga probably two in, no, that nigga two inches away, two inches away. He doing good job. He, he two inches away. This thing happened over here, bro. Put that chair over. Only thing, only thing he gonna do, he's just gonna push me out the way. He gonna do it himself. Once I seen him did it, and I'm like, that's what you want me to do? He go back over there to the area, I'm like, oh, damn. If that was it, if that's what it was, then now I need to got them, got them just, you know, to stay up the pace. So from that situation, I had a, I had a more respect for him. Only because at the day, like, I was being biased on because of like the stories I was hearing and everything else and not just, Taking initiative action, just like yo, just do your job and everything. You know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, bro, you like ain't like you like what the worst thing that can happen that really got down that like they you get to the point that you know you you're getting you getting you know getting kicked out the studio and everything else. But 
it just from the simple fact that like, bro, I'm just doing my job and everything else. And Holmes trying to get then Holmes just trying to get his work done. So if he have to use what he have, if he have to utilize what he got just to be able to get the work done, he going to do it. And just from him using me and actually teaching me, and I was able to, I ain't gonna lie, I learned from, I learned from him. And I actually got, it actually made me a better producer from there on out. That's what got to the point where, like, I started, I started being more, like, when it came out with the works with, with, uh, with Baby and everything else, like, the pace was always fast. It got to a point, I learned, like, we, it's just like, a, it's a learning process. It, uh, it's always gonna be good to learn at the end of the day. Always never try to put yourself in a box to feel like you know everything. Please. That should kind of put you in a better position, you know what I'm saying? When uh, you work with somebody that's real firm, and then it's like, they ain't gonna take no shit. Like, you might not be ass, but it'll just be like, hey, bro. My boy Lucha told me, like, bro, you got me fucked up, bro. But it, but it, but it, like, it made it more personal to, after that, it, it's every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you gotta be in that position to where a nigga just get on your ass, like, hey, bro. You gotta know. If they get on your ass, bro. They do it because they fuck with you and they want you to see, they want you to succeed and do better. If they wouldn't fuck with you on everything I love, they would have been kicked you out the studio and would not say nothing to you at all every time you come up in that thing. You would have to go back and doing the same thing you were just doing before you was recording. Being a whole ass looper. <laughs> well, you're making the cookies, motherfucker. <laughs> you're making cookies. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to be the runner. Get your oh, ass yeah, to the boy. store, boy. Go get some woods, nigga. Fuck you talking about. No cap. Nigga, go to mama. Hey, hey take, hey. <laughs> Send a nigga to mama's on beat, nigga. Give me some shrimp tacos, nigga. Give me some shrimp tacos, nigga. Puss-ass nigga. I want shrimp tacos, nigga. Chipotle chicken, too. Oh, I would've moved out the city after that, boy. You the person that mess up the order. As in, the, as in for instance, I want, I want, I want a shrimp taco, no tomatoes. Who the Put your man up. No cap. No cap. Don't be no. Real shit. Hey. Hey, real talk. Oh, well, wait. Hey. Yo. You might not never work at another studio, gang. You catch fire. You fuck up with the wrong face card. That's why I be saying, bro, a nigga, face card is important. Oh, boy. my God. Nigga, hey. call JD on your ass, boy. <laughs> hey, that nigga got to go. Hey, man. Said you got to go. So, hey, man. Gotta go. But nah, bro, I don't I don't let engineer one person, bro. Like, I can't engineer. This who taught me how to engineer him and um Jay Rich. Oh, and um my boy Big Gun, shout out to Big Gun too, and my brother. But I mean shit, like, I only started engineering trail, bro. That's cause we got that relationship that y'all talking about to the point where I know, oh, okay, he ain't saying this shit to be no asshole. He frustrated and he trying to get a job done. So okay, I get it. Cause if he was done with me, he would have been like, bro, just get up, bro. Cause Trey record himself, bro. Right. But that's a nigga that I move slow with, and you know he be like, and he's able to, he able to actually, yeah, like, correct your pace. Yeah, he accepted like, okay, I see what's going on. Correct. That's why we able to do the type of shit that we got going on right now, bro. And that's why he in the position he in, bro. Cause it's genuine, bro. But aside of that though, fuck them niggas, boy. <laughs> I don't get no fuck by deep man. Listen to me, boy. I just side, bro. I'm a human being, bro. I got morals, bro. I stand on that shit, bro. It's a way that you can talk to niggas, boy. On New Year's, I said, hey, man, you ain't the only one in here with that, boy. Cut it out, bro. 
The nigga didn't even know I made beats until Matt was like, hey, Prezi, you want to play some beats? It got quiet as fuck in that bitch. On everything, I ain't even say nothing. Yeah. I'm still trying to... I'm I, dead I, ass I, serious. I, I ain't say nothing because goddamn niggas out there going crazy on me. Man, listen, bro. I don't get no fuck about that, bro. This my brother, bro. You ain't going to talk to him like that around me, cuz. I don't give a fuck how many niggas you with, who you with, what the rapper name, who you affiliated with. Send them niggas. Get it like the Red Cross then. I'm going out like Cleo about this shit, bro, because I'm a man. I'm a man, bro. It's a way you can say some shit, bro. So don't, yeah, everybody, bro. And that's why to the, and why, so that's no. why to this very day, goddamn man. Hey, I'ma tell everybody to the real. I mean, hey man, fuck them me. niggas out the gate. President the real, goddamn. That's all I gotta say. President, hey, president, real nigga, goddamn my corner for real, for real. All right, so so we finna get into the segment called overrated, underrated. I'm gonna oh, bring up a subject you already know. Say your why. So first thing is. I shoot a DM. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Hold on, so I, I, I got to say, I got to say if it's overrated, underrated, and then why? Okay. I shoot a DM. I clearly see I got left on red. Should I send another one? <laughs> what kind? You got to give him the context. You got to give some context. <laughs> I got one question. No! No! <laughs> I can't even answer that question because, never mind. <laughs> that should have got you out of the answer right there. I be like, that shit overrated, bro. You know how niggas be liking the shit where they like so they can see? <laughs> like, hey, bro. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe he was on the toilet. He yeah. wiping his ass. He couldn't answer my nigga. Nah, that nigga didn't even see it. That's what they say. He didn't see it. He just over there. He didn't see it. He didn't see that. Like, <laughs> nigga, like the message nah. to get your attention and shit. Nah, I mean, nah, let me tell you what. I'm I gonna, seen that whole game. Nah, I'm, nah, I'm gonna ask y'all before y'all give me the next one. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give y'all the next one. All right. How you gonna give them the next? I got it. No, I got it. I just want to ask. I just want to ask. I just want to ask. I just. I really want to ask. I really want to ask. Okay. So <clears throat> they sent you a message that they want you. Uh, they want to. They want to work with you. Even though you have not even seen the message yet, but they press unsend. <laughs> you can't even see who sent it. <laughs> I'm like, damn! You didn't even give me a chance to open the business. Look at, I'm just realizing that bitch says unsend. I'm like, damn! Did, did you did you want me to see the message, goddamn? Or shit, you you really just damn just second thought and really regretted yourself. So I said, man, fuck unsend. That's that's a question for all three of y'all, cause I know y'all all get the same thing. How did that make y'all feel when somebody like does that? Because they like, man, fuck that nigga, man. He ain't seen this shit in the last it's thirty okay. minutes. It fuck that be, nigga, nigga. I had a thousand messages, nigga. What you talking about, nigga? Hey, bro, it gotta be something that they want. It gotta be some. It gotta be something that they was trying to say. That they in and the and just waiting for the response, and then that thing happened. Shit, I ain't gonna lie to you. Shit, I'm finna unsend this bitch, cause I don't want to make it seem like. Yeah, I don't want to make it seem like goddamn. Hey man, I wasn't trying to hit him up or anything like that. Bro, nigga, be mad, boy. Fuck well, you you can talk to him like you. You'll talk to him, and be like, "Hey, bro, what's going on?" They be like, "Bro, you want to fucking with me?" You be like, "Yeah, it's like, bro, that's what I be saying, bro. Like, bro, producers are in a lose lose. Fuck producers, Influ influencers are in a lose lose situation, bro. And you just gotta accept that shit, bro. Because, bro, you'll find yourself feeling like a nigga questioning your character so much. And that shit put pressure on you and make you feel like, man, what? Pussy ass nigga, you got me fucked up. 
Fuck wrong with you? I will beat your ass, boy. Don't do that to me, bro. You don't even know me. You feel me? And I'd be feeling like that, so I get it. But then, like, that's why I be saying you have to really think and be like, damn, bro. If I respond to this nigga, then he gonna be like, well, he didn't get the response I want, so he don't fuck with me. Or he might stretch it and try to see how much he can get up at your ass. See what I'm saying? That's when you start seeing that intention, bro. No okay. care. Niggas be trying to extract the energy out of you and shit. Make you mad. Oh, look what he said. Look what, yeah, I said I'm going to beat your ass. So when a nigga get the sending, unsending, liking the mess, oh, God. So when a nigga get the, <laughs> when a nigga get the sending and sending, un, unliking the message, unsending the bro, I don't respond, bro. You better pray to God you meet me in person. Mm. <laughs> don't don't pray for that. Please don't. I'm dead serious, bro. Pray to God you meet me in person so that you can get your own idea of who I am, bro. You can't determine that shit in no message, bro, because you write me with the intent to get what you want, the response that you want from me, bro. That's like, that's like, that's like. I don't know you. Per, like, perfect example. <laughs> that's like, that's like when me and Presley got down, pulled up, saying got down, producer collapse. And then we do a certain amount of slots, right? And then once it get to zero slots, and here comes the next, then, then the next messages that we get. Damn, I wish I should have took that opportunity. What you mean? I could just send you some loops, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, I missed I, I missed the slots, but I could just send you some loops, bro. <laughs> I call that the lion nigga boy, cause that's the shit that be going on. Fuck that, that is the whole ass looper. That's the whole ass looper. Y'all know, y'all know it's crazy though. Like I was watching, it was crazy cause like I was watching this, uh, I think American Gangster, like Frank Lucas. You know what I'm saying? And he was mad as hell. And he was just like, like it, it, it ring the bell in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like as an influencer, you feel me? Cause like all my peers be dealing with this shit, and I used to like, I calm down now. You feel me? I'm like, oh, he said that. Bet, bet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you think it'd be like, bet. Then he gotta call, gotta call TV. Hey, bro, that nigga said. But I, I was watching Frank Lucas. This is what he said. He said, he was mad, bro. He, he was like, you simple Simon motherfuckers. You simple Simon motherfuckers. And he said, <laughs> he said, from now on, nobody talk to me. I talk to Huey, you talk to Huey. Nobody fucking talk to me. You can't talk to me. Yeah. Chain of command, you yeah. feel me? So. I'm thinking, I'm like, bruh, bruh. Yeah, I hit up making niggas millionaires, chain the command at the gate. No yeah. cap, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you somebody's an influencer and you dealing with these things, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta have management, you know what I'm saying? You gotta have some type of, somebody that's dealing with these things. You gotta have management, cause... have an assistant, have somebody to be able to at least help you out. Just at least be able to take, look, just, just gotta know at the end of the day, bruh, look, man, your job, is being the producer. Your job is to be the engineer. You're supposed to be the happiest person. Okay. You're supposed to be the person that's going to set the mood by the time they come in, they come in and want your service. Okay. And uh, it should not have to get to the point that from, you're going to take the business and then that thing happen, like you're talking to them in the midst of as y'all talking, y'all probably have a little uh, argument or somewhat. And then that thing happen, okay, we gonna be here at the studio, then that's thing happen. Y'all come up to the studio, and then that's thing happen. It'll be like, it'll be like, like a weird, yeah. like a weird. Aesthetic, aesthetic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a weird vibe, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying, like, I'm trying to talk to you, you know, I'm trying to like, you know, do my business and everything else. 
But because from the conversations that we had, me personally talking to you and telling you, it's like, it's going to be weird. So it's better for you to actually, you know, like, you know, just be able to like have somebody who you could actually trust with your business that could actually be able to cooperate with the public and actually have them work with you. If you got to, if you got a little bit too much ego to let somebody work, just go ahead and educate yourself. Like, a lot of us don't think we businessmen. If it gets to the point that you got to make your own, like, if you got to do, like, them little, like, the automatic text serve, you know, like, the automatically text, answer, uh, text answers. Yeah, like, go ahead and, like, be ahead of yourself. Go ahead and put them bitches in your notes. So it's like, once you kind of get the responses, you know for sure you're looking for, okay, because he said that, that's the automatic, that automatic response. Have it ready. My mentor told me, he said, pressure is optional. How you maneuvering? You can maneuver in a non-pressure environment. You feel me? Most of the times, it's the way we maneuver and make everything confusing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's just, you know what I'm saying? We can't let that, that side of uneducated people or let that side of people with a lot of ego, you know what I'm saying, crazy loopers, shit like that. Can't let it destroy the business because you you need to destroy your own business when you tweet. Like you said, you supposed to be happy. You's a producer. You know what I'm saying? You's a producer. You not the goddamn. Like for real, like like I I, I would know for sure. And 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 Presley and, and Presley man Presley goddamn bro really be on my ass on it too. Cause it be normally half the time goddamn like shit. I ain't gonna lie. Like I definitely be it be to the point sometimes I I do like I I probably go ahead and handle my own business. But the thing about it is. Well, I had to, and I had to learn the hard way because it'd be like, it'd be certain times, goddamn, like, I'll really be in, I'll be really be into it, like, why the fuck, goddamn, like, bro, that, this, this shit gotta go on. And that thing happened by the time, goddamn, I go to Prez, and I'm telling Prez about the whole situation. Prez gonna come back to me, like, bro, why is you feeding your energy into this? I'm like, what you talking about? Holmes just really just, I'm like, I'm telling him, bro, like, home going crazy on me like this because I'm trying to give him the service. He's like, bro, you ain't had to do that in the get-go. Because you're blocked in you. <laughs> if, you need, if you need to talk to him about this, DM what's the name? I feel like everybody think this shit like internet now, like yeah. everything internet whole time, bro. You don't even know that nigga probably got black air forces outside, but you ain't okay. even know it, you feel me? Like, bro, you don't know who the hell the goddamn person is, bro. It's people that, it's people that's, that's doing business with you with a black profile picture. No cap. Anime. <laughs> bro, it be the nigga, bro. That's why me messing producers up. We be thinking, go for the big people. Bruh, the trappers, the niggas with no followers, those are the ones that gonna give you the bag. Hey, man, I'm gonna tell you like this, bro. My OG said this, bro. My OG, shout out to Nephew Tasty Boy, bro. Your ass gonna suffer now and chill later, or you gonna find the easy way, gonna chill, and your ass gonna suffer later on. Straight up. So, at the end of the day, bro, what I mean by suffer, bro, is doing the shit that you don't want to do, bro. Niggas don't want to read. Niggas just want to make beats, send them hoes off, wait on the placement, and then hope a nigga going to put them in the studio. That's not all that come with this shit, bro. That's not, bro. Nigga, what about knowing the six type of licenses that you get paid from one song or the 64 checks you receive from one song? Niggas don't know shit like that. I can go all day, but niggas don't want to. And that's why niggas find themselves in a quote-unquote bad deal. Because it goes back to what we was talking about earlier, bro. Hell yeah, nigga gonna take advantage of what you don't know, bro. Oh yeah, bro, we got 
500000 for you, bro. But you ain't even asked what the terms and conditions were before you even signed your name on the dotted line because that you seen some money you ain't never had before. Do you feel bad for producers when they be like, oh, bro, I got them made this beat, but I ain't get credit. I ain't get this, this, and that. And then you end up finding out like the nigga probably signed like a work for hire or some shit. Like, it, do you feel bad for the nigga? Hell no. No, because whose responsibility was it for you to know that information? It wasn't nobody's responsibility to tell you that shit, bro. You feel me? That's why, like, my loyalty so strong with the same people I've been with because rather than me go get new niggas on the team, why don't I learn the shit and bring them to what I got going on? So my loyalty stay there and everybody learning the shit. I'm helping it. We helping make it easier for the whole gang, bro. Versus these niggas ain't doing that for me, so I'm finna go this way. No, these niggas been with me since day one and they ain't never asked me for a dime, bro. They ain't never had put me on no paperwork or none of that. So why would I exclude them from my journey, bro? Fuck that, nigga. Hey, these my folks, nigga. What y'all got for us? Teach me that shit so I can tell them in nigga terms. Because I'm going to do it, bro. That's how I work. I'm, I always been like that, bro. I learned, all, I learned how to collect my own money from my music, bro. And I came back and told my game. Because I realized some shit and I'm like, hold on. Instead of me getting mad and blame somebody for what they don't know, Let's see how we can make it easier for everybody else because you can't get mad at somebody for what they didn't know, bro. You can't get mad at them for that. So you can't assume either, bro. But if you talk, then you can figure this shit out, bro. That's the importance of, you know what I'm saying, going to figure this shit out on your own, bro, so that you can make it a difference. And then you won't look at everything. You won't be looking at a blame or expectation or a certain type of entitlement from people when the common denominator is you, bro. You should only be expecting something. Is a goddamn cause and effect of working hard? Just only expect. That's it, bro. You put good in, you gonna get good back, bro. Okay. So as long as you doing that, you think you putting the time in, bro. You put your ten thousand hours in, bro. You supposed to get that back, bro. You know what I'm saying? You gonna get that back, bro. You can't do shit but do this, bro. You can't stay right here, bro. Unless your ego just stopping you from going here. And use a nigga ego stop them from going right there. Use a nigga ego stop them from going up here because a nigga be so stuck on, man, these niggas ain't giving me this, bro. Man, these niggas ain't doing this for me. Man, fuck that, bro. We ain't not supposed to. Bro, it's bigger than that, bro. When you understand your purpose, bro, and you already know that the money I already made, bro, you ain't even going to be thinking about that. You're going to be trying to figure out how to make it bigger for the people that you're doing this shit with because nobody did this shit by themselves. Nobody. Y'all niggas finna have a nigga watch this. They finna be stuck like, damn, bro, let me go delete my Instagram, bro. I'm done with this shit, man. Man, I ain't gonna say delete your Instagram. Just at least put up a real picture you got down. That's all I ask. At least show that you're human. Would you say, would you say, like, not delete the Instagram, but would you say, like, don't think Instagram is an accomplishment. Don't think that that shit really is, Don't like, think Instagram is your only source of income. Put it like that. I put it like, I put it like that. Overall, it's like, I ain't gonna like, like, you ain't gotta just like, just really just sit back on Instagram and just wait. You know what I mean? Like, it's more, it's more, it's more to the world than just, you know, just seeing it through Instagram. I'm put you, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, like, I, I will say personally, all of my relationships I have made was without Instagram. The real successful ones, right? Like, real, like, shoot. And shit, babe, from baby to thug to got every like most of half the time is like it, I ain't, it ain't really have been it haven't really been on through Instagram. It's always been like you know just really being in the streets with it. 
That's why not mostly have mostly have the time. Like, like I learned, like I literally learned from my manager. Like my manager is probably the best, the best person that actually taught me when it come down to actually like working my beats around. I mean, cause like my manager ain't no industry ass, my, my manager ain't no industry ass manager. But the thing about it is he got the knowledge of an industry as an industry as manager, yeah, but he, well, business mind as an industry, as an industry manager, but he worked in, he, but he worked off the streets with it. Like he literally, like he, like he literally tapped in with, with artists personally. And that's how, that's how most of the, that's how kind of like most of the relationships I have today, it just offer like family, keeping it family. Like, just like, just like for my manager to be able to be able to branch off to these people and tell them that we're good people. It ain't, uh, it's up to us to be able to got them to keep that same momentum going. So when it come down to it, when we bring in the next people that we feel like, bro, perfect example, me bringing in section eight and Chi Chi, like me bringing them into the picture, picture, picture and not knowing what, what their, what their intentions is. That just like, bro. At the end of the day, it's gonna be it's a continuous cycle. It's nothing but hustles. You know what I mean? It's just nothing but hustling and nothing but just continuing connecting the dots at the end of the day. I ain't gonna lie, when I moved to Atlanta, that's one thing I learned with like face card, bro. You're gonna get a lot more with face card than goddamn Instagram DM. What? You could be DMing a nigga for months and a nigga probably responded one time, left you on red one time. You go fake card, be like, yo, what's up, bro? My name TV. Woo woo, he's seen your face now. A nigga know who you is now. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get like further with that shit, no cap. Yeah, for real. Like, like I'm not like I'm not even gonna lie to you, like. Most like most of the time, if somebody probably like remember me, they either remember me from like either two or three different ways. One way would probably would be either uh being that crazy ass dude that was uh that crazy ass dude that was uh selling clothes at the underground to goddamn <laughs> the dude that went to sleep <laughs> in the session. Now, now mostly most of but but the main one that people really know me from is actually being being in beatbox. And that's why I really want to let them know. I really, I rather want to let them know me for being in the beat battles more than anything, for real. Cause it just like it just it's a it's a really it like I don't know if people know, but be, being a beat battle, bro, that's a big platform for real, for real. But like it just really just it just it just give you that branch. It just give you that branch, you know, just to let you know that, you know, instead of just keeping it in one box, you could actually just you know like just just you could try different things. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like. Go to jazz, go R and B, go country, goddamn it! Like it just give you that time to it just the 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 listen to different sounds. Let's talk about that though, cause I ain't gonna lie, your beat battle threw me off a little bit, cause everybody else beat battles like okay, eight oh eight, trap beats. Oh. But your final round, you went a whole different round. You went like, what made you do that? What made you say, man, these niggas ain't finna come and just start spamming eight oh eights? All right, I'm gonna put you down. <clears throat> when I first started this beat, when I first started beat battles, like bruh. Shout, uh, first thing first, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Beat Battle Royale. Now, Beat Battle Royale was the uh, and ATL Beat Battles was uh, uh, and Producer Swap Meet was the first couple beat battles I learned how to actually become a producer. It ain't nothing wrong with goddamn like I said having having four to eight rounds to seeing who is the better producer when it come down to each beat. That's cool. That's easy. That's nothing. But every producer has a weakness. And that's what you have. And that's what and that's what producers don't know until they actually get put in the fire. And like, my first beat battle, I ain't gonna lie to you, boy. I got put in the fire on the first round and lost. 
And then as thing happened, I learned from my mistakes and literally just said, okay, next beat battle, I know for sure what I need to do. I know for sure what I need to do to get to the next round. And shit, the next battle, I ain't get to the next round. I won that bitch. So shit, it's like, it's like when it came down to, when it, I, learned, I learned from them beat battles, cause like the, the, every round was a different round. It was a different genre each round. From either got down, like I said, from trap, R&B, get to the point country, pop, you know what I mean? You just never know. But at the end of the day, they just want to know and see what is your weakness? What type, what, like what beats, what beat style that's going to, that's going to, that's going to throw you off at the end of the day? Or what round is going to throw you off? Most of the half time I, and, and I tell everybody to this very day, shoot, R&B is my weakness. For real. Until. <laughs> Until. Man, your ass can do that shit, man. <laughs> Look, what I just said earlier, bro. Niggas be niggas be down they self, bro. Like until they actually step in that fire and see, like, oh, this shit ain't that bad, bro. Like R and B so fun and easy, bro. That shit easy to make. Slow it down, beat down. Right, that's it, bro. Bro, do you know, like, bro? I'm not a single time over here. I'm double time over here, baby. But do what I'm saying, bro. It, bro. You don't really have to slow every R&B beat down, bro. It's literally chords, bro. It's chords. And usually it's the duplication of the same chords, whether it's low or high, with a few stabs. But I told you, but the main reason why I ain't really got down, really tapped in on R&B, for real, for real. Why you ain't fucking with it? <laughs> no, like, no, the reason, okay. Okay, perfect example. I will, I'll give you, I'll give you the real main reason why I really haven't been tapped on R&B. The main reason why I ain't really been tapped on R&B because I was really more in focus on what's going to come first. I was more thinking of like, you know, like, yeah, I go ahead and make me some hard ass trap beats and everything else and I know them bitches going to go. And hell yeah, they're going to go. But shit, temporarily though. That's why I got to see it at. Then, and then me personally, and then just knowing music, bruh, to me, R&B is going to last forever. Yeah, because off, because after the day, R and B is like it's off, for, it's off, for, it's off for emotions. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like it's everlasting music at the end of the day. So it's like it's, it gets to the point where I actually have to bring out the musician side of me a little bit. You know what I mean? Just actually get to the point of actually just not being, not like trying to like break the rules or even try to like or hit no corners or anything. Just really just getting to the roots of actual the the um, the actual, just like the real meaning and the and the style and the actual style of the and actual style of R and B, you know, just actually like be able to know in the chords, be able to know in the progressions, be able to know in like you know just different different major chords and everything that comes with it. Like I'm big on that shit, but the thing about it is that's what the stuff that's what stuff I really got them. I kind of just I put it over to the side since I started producing. Like, like I literally, like before I even started producing, I was already a musician. I was already, like I say, playing the trumpet, being in band, all that. Doing, being in all state band, all that. First class, all that. Jazz band, all that. First, first chair, all that. For real. So it's like, so like just from there, I really when I when I step over to the music uh, to the producer side, I ain't gonna lie to you. I kind of cut. I kind of had cut the corners and I just literally just said man when it came out to me knowing the, like the, the knowledge of the music the, or just the actual 
just just knowing just what the tech just just being a musician, I threw that out the door and just got them went to the base. But then this thing happened, just realized I had to come back to it at one point in time and knowing what I gotta do to be able to at least be able to just, you know, to make it right. Hell yeah, you gotta you gotta bring you gotta bring your musicianship. So I just feel like R and B just is really big on be you know, just on musicianship itself. I feel like that's why a lot of people stray away from it. They ain't gonna say it, but I'm just gonna be honest. Cause like, bro, I promise, baby, so many times Jay Rich got down and said, bro, let make an RBB. All right, and guess what? Crunk, bitch, let's go. But then, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I be looking at that shit like practice, though. Like, bro, we made beats, so we gotta, we gotta figure out some type of way to like go shoot the ball around, bro. And like, you feel me? Like, just take jump shots. Yeah, bro. You gotta shoot free throws, bro. Mm-hmm. So you gotta like go in that bitch and be like, all right, I'm finna make some R&B shit today. All right, I'm finna make some pop shit today. All right, I'm finna make some sample shit today. All right, I'm finna make some nannies type shit today. Just do that shit, bro. That's mm-hmm. how I came up with the, t- the tech and two short shit, bro. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Not knowing that tech was gonna be on there, bro. Tech from fucking Louisiana, bro. Right. This nigga from Cali. But it blended, though, because mm-hmm. of the type of vibe I had. You see what I'm saying? Because I said, oh, I'm finna make some 90s type shit. The first thing I did was go get a 90s type of snare. And then I was like, oh, shit. One of my favorite freak, um, one of my favorite uh, two short song, Freaky Tales. Oh, shit. I was like, let me just alter that a certain way and make it my own. And then, boom, Play On Me came out. Really? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Bro, you gotta just like challenge yourself like on some. We just finna just go to the gym and shoot type shit, bro. Like fuck, fuck goddamn being stuck in the box and just making rap music, bro. Cause what if you get in the room with a nigga like Thug and he be like, I don't want no trap shit, bro. Play me some, play me some vibe and shit, bro. What if you get in there with a nigga like No Cap, bro, who sometimes, bro, he don't even rap on drums, bro. He rap on just shit that's vibing, bro. You feel me? Then it's like, are you really a producer or are you a beat maker? Well, looper. A looper. Whole ass looper. Talk about the business side a little bit. I know you're talking about a situation with Sony. Let us know some new business ventures that you got going on. Okay. Uh. Well. Right now. Uh. Right now. I uh, had got. Uh. I had signed a deal with Sony. Um. Right now. I'm like I said, working on. Working with Sony on, like I said, with uh, with some song, with no, with the songwriters and artists that uh, that's in, that's on the label. Uh, shout out to Sony. Uh, on top of that too, I'm working on, I'm working with uh, United Marketing as uh, uh, as one of the executives. Like I said, we're getting everything, you're getting everything together, involving with app, which is which is gonna be out like soon, soon. We really got down before next year, for real, for real. I already know we already been we still still been doing like little couple testings, making sure that the bugs get out and everything else. Um, then other than that, um, working with uh, working with me, um, like I said, be able to uh, well, all of us really like I said, keeping forty eight, keeping forty eight hertz strong, keep it pushing, keep it going, um, you, still keeping it up with the you know what the fuck going on beat battles and everything. Uh, so far, it's been success. It's been successful since the first one. Like, yo, like, like I wouldn't even expect it. I wouldn't even expect that the beat battle was gonna be the big high high it was. And it was just in it, and it all, and it all started with a dream. Like literally, like literally a dream that I just I went to sleep. You no, know, sure I had the whole beat battle and everything else. Woke up and that's that happened. I said, okay, 
I'm going to go ahead and just say I want to go ahead and put a beat battle together today. So that's going successful. We're going to have some more beat battles and them coming soon and everything. And uh, next year, looking forward for my first album. What's some plans for 48 Hertz? Killers. What's some plans with y'all? Dude, definitely will, I definitely will say, well, one part, one part I would say is actually um, just really be able to keep just keeping us together and like and keep and keep and keeping up like just really just keep working you know what i mean be able to uh be able to like we're gonna really gonna get to the point where we're gonna be reaching out to like a couple like sponsors and everything as to be able to uh actually helping out with helping out with the group itself but other than that like i said like I said, I, I'm already like I'm like we are everybody working at the end of the day. Like I said, everybody kind of everybody kind of like found their own little lane, already knowing what they want. Every, every want to want to know what they want to do. So it's like, shoot, everybody kind of like tapping in. Everybody going out doing their own thing, and then they bringing it back to the table, and we just gonna share it with the group. How exactly does everybody play their role in a producer group? Because I have a lot of producers that be hitting me and be like, "Yo, bro, I'm trying to join a gang." I'm like, look, bro, you got to really be on that. You know what I'm man, look, bro. I'm going to be like, when it came down, like, when it comes down to this group right here, bro, this group ain't nothing but genuine and loyalty. Straight up. Like, like, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. Half the time that we do talk, even though, yeah, we do talk about beats, I'm not going to lie to you. We ain't going to talk about beats all the time. And that's to have, and that's probably one thing. One reason got down when it come down to it, like, like most of half the time, like people probably think got down, like, oh yeah, because we producers and everything else got down that we know we could talk about music all the time. Nah, bro, we could talk about two K, shit. We could talk about the World Series, goddamn shit, little stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, it just like it just get it just get to the point where like you know we just be able to actually just you know just be able to knowing what we all have going on. And seeing if we could, uh, and seeing be we could be a big help for each other. Facts. Yeah, just to touch on what he just said. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Shit, how I feel like this shit work, bro. I just play my role. Like, I know I make beats. I know we do the same shit, bro. Whatever I can do to add value to this shit, I'm gonna keep doing it. So, I don't have to go to Matt every time for a placement. I still got to represent Prez as a brand too, cause that's where it started first. So regardless if he can't work that, I'm gonna do this shit regardless, regardless. But the fact that I'm with my game, we gotta make this shit bigger. And me going to do that outside of that is shit. I ain't just finna play just my beats. I'm finna play they beats. I'm finna play all our shit. I'm playing shit that I got placed with them. I'm playing shit that me and Matt and did, all three of us did, and me and Jay Rich and did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's how you play your role. And whatever you can do to add value to your shit without going outside or being a whole-ass nigga, then, like, or nah, real shit, bro. Like, because niggas will go outside, bro. Like, niggas will not get what they want from a nigga and then start feeling like everybody around them is the problem. When really, a nigga ain't doing enough, bro. You could do more and that should have make sense because at the end of the day, you still got to take care of your brand, bro. You feel me? Before you can start representing anybody else's brand. So I just feel like my way of playing that part, bro, is making sure that I'm still keeping the ball rolling 
and bringing that shit home. Like, that's what I do. Hey, to wrap it up on the interview, let's go ahead and talk about Twitch. I feel like Twitch is very underrated because, man, these industry niggas be on Twitch with like 30 people and they be like, send loops. You know, 15 of them going to be ass, you feel me? So it's so easy to get a collab with some shit going on on Twitch. Go ahead and talk about like the things you're doing on your Twitch channel. All right. So, um, first thing first for anything, like I said, I ain't really, like, I, um, I started out to do Twitch. I really started Twitching on, uh, just really on some gaming shit at first. And then it ain't really pay, ain't really play through how I want to, or really ain't gonna lie to you, goddamn. For and I don't think nobody don't want to see nobody play 2K the next thing happen, just keep losing. So literally, goddamn, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I hate the neighborhood. <laughs> I hate the neighborhood for real. I hate the city too, goddamn. Fuck. But um, it got to a point one day I actually had to, I actually just thought and was like, man, I want to probably want to do something different. I started doing like, um, doing like Twitch streams involving with, you know, like interacting with the producer community. Got to the point where it's like, okay, I started like probably making beats and actually showing them like a little, a little, like a little uh, secret to how I be making beats or a little tip that you, that you can know. You know what I mean? Sometimes I probably like, you know, depending on, you know, depending on what, depending on like, you know, how, how I feeling in the stream. It'll probably get to the point where I'll do a couple collabs and everything else. But I really want to, I really want to, I really using Twitch because at the end of the day, it's like, to me, I feel like I'm able to interact with the producer community how I really want to interact with the producer community. It's more like, instead of have to, have to going through inbox and inbox of DMs and everything else and everything, bro, I'm not gonna, I'll be able to answer all questions, all of that, right then and there on the channel. I feel, I feel, I feel like it's just really been a big, it's really been a big help because at the end of the day, like, I'm, I've been, inter I interact with more, I interact with producers more on, I, I, I interact producers on Twitch more than I interact on producers on Instagram, to be honest with you. And that's only, and that's only because it's like, it is like, I mean, it's it's a, it's a broad, it's a broader space for real, for real, like. Mm -hmm. You just get to the it, it gets to the point where I may like I could like most of the people like most of the people that I have been interacting with they have they have like some type of like emotion they have going on their own but they probably having that emotion going on in their own country and that's the big thing about it. like yo like I was uh like uh I was just talking to uh Nino Nino on the beat he uh uh he was one of the, uh, the producers that uh. That one, the uh, that one, you know what the fuck going on? Beat battle, Twitch edition, and just from there, like, Holmes got. I've been interacting with him and everything else, and Holmes like, it, and I was, and it got to the point like, yo, dude, one day I'm gonna go out there to Sweden, uh, to uh, Sweden too. I gotta be able to link in with him and everything, and 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 still be able to keep that connection, be able to keep that relationship going. Like, it's it's millions of ways that you could be able to like start a relationship genuinely. In millions of ways, but it's like when it come down to that, I know for sure, like I could, I, I interact with with people, and and I'd be able to be myself for real, for real. I ain't gonna lie to you. I really fuck with Twitch more than anything. I do want to get these questions out the way. Oh, you got some questions? Okay, this is like a technical question. This is probably by Flip the Track. What kind of phase issues should you look out for when mixing a beat slash song? Bro, you probably got too much phase on your shit. Or <laughs> yeah, you, know, take that shit you need to take that shit off, bro. Just got, hey man. 
If you got some phases, you just take phase off, goddammit. Fuck. All right, next question by laser underscore you. This shit funny. He said, can I get a placement because I'm from India? Can you get a placement because you're from India? Yeah, you get a placement. India. You get a placement in the U.S. too, but shoot, but you get a placement anywhere, goddammit, shit. Shit, all you gotta do is just shoot the DM, nigga. Shoot, it ain't nothing but an email away, shoot. I ain't got, bro, I ain't put up four emails out for no reason. Sending an email. How to get a placement with the big ones. Send them big ones in. To touch on that, though, I, like, every time we do an interview, I always hear, like, the same answer. Like, y'all niggas be worried about these big dudes whole time, your favorite producer working with the dudes on the come up. You definitely shouldn't be trying to chase the big ones. Because there really ain't no formula to get no big placement, bro. It's really not no formula to get no placements at all, to be perfectly honest, bro. Like, it's not no formula to get no placements, bro. Did Ilman just say this, bro? They say that air interview, but niggas don't be listening. Nobody pays attention to the fact that it's literally not a formula to this shit. You can make type of beats like a nigga all the time, bro. But these people still human, bro. People wake up with a different feeling every day. Nigga, every second the nigga might just change and be like, fuck that. I don't want no trap shit. I want to sing to my bitch. You feel me? It, it might be like that. Then what you going to do? What if you're a nigga that only make trap shit? Now you, you can't work with that artist because he ain't on that vibe right there. He on some whole other shit right then. So it's like, bro, instead of you trying to chase the big bag, look at the niggas who actually take that shit serious who on the come up, bro. Like, look at them. Because them the people who in the studio every day, who putting their own money up in this shit, who actually buying beats, or even if they ain't buying beats, they got a situation because they already got placements and they got, I mean, not placements, they already got views to where they can be monetized, bro. It's ways that you can get around shit, bro, once you know everything that comes with the shit. feel like it's like that, though, because niggas ain't looking at, like, oh, I'm trying to just, you know, oh, I see this nigga here in Atlanta, he on the come up, let me work with him. It's more like, I need a meal ticket, so I need I need this big placement, you know what I'm saying? He gonna put me What in. is a meal, though, bro? Look, if you don't know what to do with a meal, what is that? Look, bro, it ain't, look, first thing first, bro. First thing first, look, it ain't no rules with this shit. It's like, bro, it's been millions of ways that people actually, it's millions, it's millions of ways that you can get known in this music, in the music business as a big placement. Perfect example. Got you have it, at a point in time you had SoundClick. Producers was getting placements off of SoundClick. You have people who got them go that's that's YouTube beat makers and they making beats and they getting placements off of that. Like for real. Like, bro, I know for sure, like, bro, my boy, uh, Trail. Trail from uh, Trail, goddamn, I hear his beats on YouTube, and guess what? That He's he's Yavo producer. For real. Oh, you talking about Tal. Tal, yeah. yeah. Tal. Tal. Thank you. Boy, Shout out to my boy, yeah, man. Alabama shit. And then on top of that, too, you got, you got, goddamn, Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi goddamn been doing YouTube, been on YouTube forever. And I'm not even gonna lie to you. I did not know who the hell he was until I saw him in person. And when I saw him in person, I was able to know who, who he is. And on top of that, too, he was getting placements from Rollo. Like, bro, it's like, and Rollo was actually ripping the beats off of YouTube for, for, from Chi-Chi. Like, for real. Like, it gets to the point, like, bro, it's, not, it's, no, it's no rules to this shit. Like, bro, like, you, you could get a placement any way. Bro. I could go ahead. You could send your beat to goddamn WWE, and I bet you a wrestler gonna goddamn come out on that bitch, and that's a placement. Hey, I can sum this shit up just like this. And this last thing I'm gonna say on it: go to YouTube, go to YouTube, 
type in CEO Trail type beats, right? Go look at all the beats and listen to them. Because these are beats people think he getting on. You see what I'm saying? Not one of those people are one of Trail's actual producers. Now go listen to Happy Halloween 4. Happy Halloween C4. And you do the comparison to see the difference of what I'm talking about. You're going to answer your own question. Because it ain't no formula, bro. You can think you making beats for this type of artist every fucking day, bro. But a nigga could have seen Wayne from 07 yesterday and changed his whole mind and said, boy, I want some Manny Fresh type shit. Boy, what y'all talking about? Facts. <laughs> shit happens like that, though. I, I got a question for the for the audience, too. What is what is big? You feel me? Like, I seen Meat Mill get a beat on YouTube. You feel me? Like, a lot of, a lot of big people getting beats off YouTube. You feel me? Like, when niggas say, yo, I want a big song, I want to work with the big people, like, this nigga's falling off every day. This nigga's falling off every month. This nigga's falling off. Success is due every day. Big is what you see. It. Like, I don't know. Yeah, big is what... It's, it's perspective. It's big how you see it. Yeah. But then the nigga on the yacht looking at that shit like, that's an ant. Then it's another nigga that got the big yacht. Another nigga that got an island. He like, that's little. So it's like, I feel like we got to chill with the ego. Yeah. We, like, uh, no homo. It's a lot of dick sucking. It's dick riding. It's super dick riding. Facts, nigga. Everything is not that big. We all put up, like, individually, like, this is my boy. These my boys. Y'all all big. We all big. Pause. We all big. You feel me? It's just, that's what's going on. Like, you can't be looking at business like that. Like, yo, bro, can I just get up there with you? And it's like, nigga, like, you know how many times a nigga fucking me to be right here? Like, do, do what you need to do. Because if I could do it, you could do it. If you can't do it, that means you can't do it. I've been making music with Trail since 2015, before the world even knew who he was. This documented on SoundCloud, bro. Bacon House came out in 2017 on SoundCloud before it came out on Happy Holiday. I mean, on CEO Trail, the album, bro. Bacon House. So understand that, like, I thought he was big before the world thought he was big. So big is a perspective, bro. It's all in what you see. Over three years. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a true fact. Because I ain't gonna lie. When. When uh when Presley when Presley played me see the first placement I had got with CAO Trail, I ain't gonna lie to you. Presley already told me and already put it in existence that Holmes was gonna be the next thing popping. And I ain't gonna lie to you. He made me believe it and I stand it on it with him on everything. Then next thing happened, got down, like I said, over the time, over the time. Then next thing happened now. I ain't can't, I, bro, if it, to, bro, if it came to the point that, bro, that I literally, I ain't gonna lie to you, like, sometimes I do have, I do have my doubts when it come down with prayer. Like, I probably, I probably like say, nah, man, I don't know about that. But I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I would have lost that bet. I would definitely would have lost that bet if, if like, bro, just like, with just, just the belief, just the, just the, the amount, just the amount of, just the amount of, of, of just ambition that he has in in a in a type in a type of support that he has for people, bro. I mean, like, I can't do I can't do nothing but support support anybody anybody that he fuck with for real, for real. Just just honest, for real. I, I'm not a hundred percent right all the time when it comes to that shit, bro. But like, when you know, bro, you know. Like, I think that's with anybody, bro. Like, if you spiritually inclined in tune with yourself, bro. When you know, you know. When you got that feeling like, this gonna be it. Like, this gonna be it. Prime example, bro. 
Like, we got a song unreleased. I'm I'm not gonna name the artist, but they big artists, bro. We got a song unreleased, bro. This shit happened off. I met Loudly Luna through D Hill. I said, hey gang, pull up to the studio, bro. Pull up Hill, pull up to the studio. He's like, bro, I got a session, bro. RP my nigga, bro. He was like, shit, I got a session, bro. So I was like, cool. If I can't have you, I'm gonna have your twin here. Fuck that. Luna, pull up, bro. This is my first time meeting Luna, bro. She pulled first, up, yeah, bro. First time meeting Luna myself. I didn't even know, like, bro, like, you know after that, like, this was like after Luna had, had got doing was doing her thing with uh with D Hill on the uh on the future. Yeah, this uh, after the future yeah, and Uzi like, shit. I still don't even like. I still don't like. Perfect example, like, I still don't even know who she is, but because off of just presence, just letting me know, like, yo, this is this is my people. She cool. So you got them pulled up. I was just trying to like. I was just trying to like make connect the dots, bro, because I knew D Hill. I know D Hill as an extension of Gutter Tay, and I know Gutter Tay as an extension of Matt. So everybody I know is an extension of either Matt or Mike, my manager. But that's my brother too. So you know what I'm saying? Like I try to keep shit like that, bro, because you make the best shit like that, bro, when it's organic and when it's genuine. So me bringing them all together, I didn't know that that shit was gonna be like that. Cause Trail ended up pulling up to the studio, and he ended up getting a song with Trail. Me, him, and Luna did four beats. Got some footage, and then he ended up getting the beats we did, and it got placed the next week. Hello. The next week. And it's a it's a hard unexclusive song too. And it's hard. It's still gonna come out it's too. It's gonna come out. We gonna make sure that bitch come out. Oh, I'm gonna count. <laughs> Shit, if you hey man, if you, yeah. if you if you have if you have watches if you have watched Twitch, you heard it for sure. You probably heard it. So I just I'm just I said all that to say, bro, I ain't. Bro, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent an expert with that shit, bro. But like, I'm so tied in with myself that when you know, bro, you know, bro. I don't care what it is, bro. When you get that feeling, but God gonna tell you, bro. When you know, you know. With that being said, man, it's another episode of the Producer Grand Podcast. We out. Um, with that being said, man, you're gonna see some more footage with Presley P on the way. You know what I'm saying? We might leak that soon. But yeah, we got a whole video with him too, so.